Hi, my name is Brendan JSW and today I will talk about A Fairy's Love, which is a musical created by myself, Jennifer, Michaela and Natalia. A Fairy's Love is about three fairies who falls in love with a guy and then eventually figures out they're not actually in love with him because they're under a potion, they drank a potion that made them fall in love. They're not really in love with him. And then it's up to Amber, who is Jennifer's character, to come up with an antidote to get them away from the potion, reverse the spell, reverse the curse, and make them go back to their normal selves. All of us had our roles to do in the play. Our roles were, all of us were the writers. We all wrote the script and the songs. We all wrote the songs, except for one. We all directed the play. We all edited the play. Costume ideas were from all of us, but obviously individually we thought of our own costumes, but costume ideas came from all of us. So everything was mainly done by us four, but the songs were mainly created by myself on producing the instrumentals. And it was written, the lyrics were written by all of us, really. We all co-wrote in the song. So the first song is a potion song and that is sung by Natalia and Michaela is playing the ukulele behind it. That song is about Natalia's character Giselle creating the potions so she's basically singing what she's doing, what ingredients she's adding. Drop of passion, teaspoon of hope, sprinkle of desire. Those are all the things that she's adding to her potion to make her character and the other two characters fall in love with me. The next song is called Flirty Song, which is basically about all three of the fairies had just saw me and... It was love at first sight. They started feeling different. And at this point is where I think the potion kicked in when they first saw my character. And it was love at first sight. I mean, they start introducing themselves in the song and what the character is about. One is smart. One is... Silly and clumsy. One is beautiful and desirable. And then they see me. My character Aaron. And they hope that he notices them. And goes up to them and speaks to them. So in this song. They were. A bit. The, character were, the characters were a bit nervous. To go up to Aaron. Because they they just saw the most 
wonderful, gorgeous man they've ever seen. So they were a bit nervous and you can you can hear it in the song, especially near the end, the outro part, the end. Because they're thinking, oh, do I look good? I hope he knows my name. I hope I smell nice and retete. So, yeah. For this song, this song was inspired by songs from musicals like Heather. Like Heather's the musical. Because in their musicals, they have some songs that they are spoken. And the term is, is a German term called Sprechgesang, which means speak, sing. And that's what Natalia, Jennifer and Michaela were doing in this song. They started off speaking and then they ended up singing. And that's what they do in Heaven's a Musical sometimes in some of their songs. They speak, they sing, they might just do both at the same time. And that was the idea of what we was going for for this song. The third song in Affair is Love is called Antidote Song. And at this point, Jennifer's character Amber is creating an antidote to make them go back to normal, to make the three fairies go back to normal and take them out of this potion spell curse thing to get them back to their normal selves. Um, what inspired this song is me and Michaela wanted something quite rocky in a sense like like songs from the movie the Disney movie Teen Beach movie their songs are in well the movie is inspired by West Side Story and their songs are quite rocky like 870s 80s type songs that you hear in West Side Story and that's what the songs in the Teen Beach movie are were inspired by and is about. And that's what we want to do as well. So, and you can clearly hear the instrumental with, with the guitars especially. So that's what the instrumental was inspired by. Teen Beach movie. And West Side Story. And if I, if I hadn't said this before, then in the Flirty song, I also produced the instrumental for that as well. For the Antidote song, all of us co-written in that. And that's the same for the Flirty song. All of us co-written. This one, everyone co-written. And this song took quite a while to write. I think it took around an hour to write this song. We was all on Zoom, come up with lyrics... And this song, I actually suggested for this song, when the, when the lyrics were done and we agreed on the lyrics, I actually suggested for me to have one line in the song because 
I realize that I there's no songs that I am singing with the other three characters. So I decided to sing the one line, how did we get here? Can somebody tell me? And I did a background vocal for the line, this needs to end this love potion curse because my character, Alan's kind of weird. Is feeling kind of weird. Like, why are these three females bothering me? Why did why they're so attracted to me. I never experienced something like this before. I've been hearing that the crazy antidote to end this, my character is like, thank you. This needs to end because I can't take it any longer. So that's what the antidote song is about. Get back to the normal states and realizing that they don't need a potion to fall in love with a guy. They can do that by their natural charm and their essence. Last of all least, the last song in the play and the song that ends the play is Don't Cha, which is originally not our song. The instrumental, the lyrics is not ours. It's by the Pussycat Dolls. The reason why and my character and I was singing Don't Cha, the reason why I decided to, ch- to choose Don't Cha was because when we came up with the play and the idea of it and when we wrote down the script and what the story was going to be about, and when we were discussing songs, Don't Show was the first thing that came to my head. Especially when the three characters had an attraction towards my character. And first thing that came to my head is, Don't you wish your boyfriend was hot like me? So, that's why I chose Don't Show. Originally, we did decide, we did say that all songs were going to be original and we was going to write every single song. But the reason why my song wasn't an original one was because, one, I I am a terrible songwriter and I don't know how to write a song. Two, I'm terrible I'm making decisions for myself and what I want, especially musically. Three, I don't know what I want to sing about. And that was one of the main problems. I didn't know what to sing about. So, the plan B was to sing, for me, the plan B was to sing a song that I already know. And plus, since I'm like the dance, the more, the dancer one out of all of them, it'll, it makes sense. It'll, it made sense for me to sing Don't You because I know the choreography to that. And we we do we did kind of want choreography in the play because that's 
that was kind of missing. And if we were to perform this live, we did we do want choreography somewhere in that play. So that's why I decided to do Doncha. Um Doncha is a very fun song. It's a very fun song and a very catchy song. And it's a it is a very iconic song. That song was released 15, 16 years ago. And it is still iconic today. People still remember, Don't You Wish Your Girlfriend Was Hot Like Me. They still remember that lyric to this very day. And if we were to perform it, I know the audience... Whoever, whoever's watching will probably know the song. I'll probably be singing along as well. The one thing about Don't Cha is the dance routine. The, the dance routine is quite sexual. Personally, I don't think it's that much sexual but for fresh eyes or for people who have never heard of Don't Show or never seen the dance routine they'll think it is quite sexual and we aim for this show to be an audience for children and When we when the feedback came back for when when uh when the feedback came back about Doncha and the entire show, I didn't think about the audience that time because when I was young, I used to listen to all the songs. I used to listen do those dance routines, so. Personally, for me, if I was that young child watching, I would have loved it. And I think all children would have... Personally, I think the children would have loved Don't You? Because it's a very catchy song. It's fun. And people will love it. People Actually, people do love it, I should say. People do love Don't You? At first listen, they will love it. And Don't Judge does relate. The lyrics do relate. Because I'm talking, I'm kind of talking to the free fairies saying, I know you like me. I know you do. But at this point of the play, we're back in the real world. We're back in our normal state. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a juxtaposition a in a way that in the fairy world, I wanted, my character didn't want nothing to do with them. But in the real world, I'm singing a song 
and I know that I'm kind of I'm kind of teasing in a way two double three characters making them question on why am I singing this but but I couldn't see me singing any other song any other way I think Doncha was a good choice for me to do at and another and another thing out of the entire show which was recorded my one my song was the only song that was recorded out of zoom like i already pre-recorded in different locations and the location for it was the graffiti tunnel in Waterloo and the Olympic Park in Stratford. I wanted to, in a way, recreate the music video for Don't Show, but the Pussycat Dolls did, because they were in a kind of graffiti place and they were on driving cars down the road, and I can't drive, so... So I wanted to recreate the music video and I was wearing all white and there's a point in the music video when Nicole is wearing all white as well. So, and I realised that while I was recording the video that Nicole's wearing all white and I'm wearing all white. So I was in a way and I did want to recreate the video and I wanted to give the play a bit more to look at when it comes to location because that's something that we didn't think of of zoom because on zoom we can do background all of us could have the same background but we didn't we had a plain old background that was in our rooms or somewhere in our houses we didn't think about background and i want mine to be a bit different so don't be stuck on seeing a zoom screen So, yeah, that was my idea for Doncha. Overall, what I discovered in this play is that it was not easy to write a whole play, a whole 20-minute play in a short space of time. We had four weeks to write a play and I'm pretty sure by the Second and third week is when we actually start putting a script together. And then by the third week, we had probably a few days to write the songs. And then went on Zoom, recorded everything, edited everything in one day. And then uploaded and saved it for viewing um the highs of this project i say being 
being able to collaborate with each other and dive into skills that we never usually dive into. For example, songwriting. I never dive into songwriting. I'm not used to songwriting and neither is Jennifer. Both of us are not used to songwriting, so we find it difficult to songwrite. Natalia is used to songwriting and Kayla, Michaela is used to songwriting. So it came easy for them. For me and Jennifer, it's a bit hard, but for all four of us to be together online and songwrite, even though it was hard, but it was also good as well because we were able to help each other edit some words or a line. Being collaborative remote, on remote was also is is a high because we got to dive in the skill of collaboration in songwriting which is usually done face to face and we're able to succeed in that a low in this project I'll say is probably time management is probably the low because we took our sweet well time thinking of how this is how this play is going to come about and what the play is about and what we're going to do we took our time we probably took two weeks in thinking on what we're going to do so that was a low one thing i would change is def is one thing definitely what I said before. Background and location. Even though we did record it on Zoom, I think we should have had a background of probably like a meadow or somewhere magical and fairy like. And for the songs, I think those songs should have been pre recorded. Like my one was for Doncha. Like, it should have had a setting and a background. If not the acting side, then I, I think definitely the song should have a different sense and a different location than where we were. Or much less where they were. Jennifer, Natalia, and Michaela, where they were. I think those should have been recorded separately and not on Zoom. That's one thing I would definitely change. Um, but overall, I I enjoyed doing this project, especially on the collaboration side. This project was very fun, even though it was very hard. It was very fun to do to create a whole musical to put a light on things especially in the situation that we are all in now with pandemic online learning people being stuck in their home countries and not able to come back on campus and see us face to face i think doing this project really put a light on this whole thing for us four. And 
I think this play ended up being very successful. Like the the final edit of the whole thing came out very success very successful. And that's probably what I what that's probably what I want to say. Also, if I didn't mention this, I made all the instrumentals for the Flirty song and Antidote song on GarageBand. I think I forgot to say that. But yeah, that's where I created them on. And I edit, all of us did edit the clips on different programs. Some use DaVinci, I use iMovie. Um, is there anything else that I'm missing? No, that is bit no that would be it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoy it and I will see you next time.